Hello, I'm Shahin and I'm going to say the three important things which we have to look into before choosing our plasmid DNA. The first thing is that our plasmid DNA should have a good origin of replication. Now what is origin of replication? The uh, replication always starts at a specific point in the plasmid DNA and this is called the origin of replication. It should also be a good one for the uh, plasmid DNA to be chosen. This uh, origin of replication controls two things that is the number of uh, replication cycles and how much time one replication cycle takes. So a good origin of uh, replication means that a large number of cycles should be finished in a short period of time. This is how we have to choose a good origin of replication plasmid DNA. And the second thing is that we have to choose a plasmid DNA which has many recognition genes. It should not have only one, like example we have only E. core R1 that is really useless for choosing a plasmid DNA like that. So we have to choose a plasmid DNA which has many uh, recognition genes. And the third thing is that we have to look into the selectable marker. What is selectable marker? The selectable marker is actually used to identify whether the RNA or DNA has been formed from the DNA or not. That is the recombinant DNA is formed or not. This is how we check that is by selectable marker. Now how does it work? Let us see. First we have to take a plasmid DNA. It has uh, three segments that is the origin of uh, replication and then it has AMP or that is the ampicillin resistant. This ampicillin is a uh, antibiotic and this ampicillin resistant uh, has the resistant power to the ampicillin. That is if a DNA, if a plasmid DNA has AMP R and it is put into ampicillin, it will not die. It will survive because it has this resistant power. And we also have a third segment which is the TET R that is tetracycline resistant. The same thing. That is if you put this plasmid DNA which is having tetra cycline resistant gene into the tetracycline it will survive because it has this resistant gene but if you put this uh, plasmid DNA which has no ampicillin resistant that one if you put into ampicillin it will die because it don't have the resistant power the same thing applies for tet or 2 so this 2 is resistant and it helps to uh, survive against the ampicillin and tetracycline now this 2 can be used as a selectable marker for uh, that is for ident identifying whether the R DNA is formed or not. Now let's see how. Now we'll take a plasmid, a plasmid DNA, the same thing with AMP R and TET R. This AMP R has two recognizing sites, that is the PVU1 and the PST1. And TET R also has two recognition sites, that is BAM H1 and SAL1. Now what we're going to do is that we take the BAM H1 out and replace it with our desired gene. Now when we replace it, that is the BAM1 which is present, the TET-R will break. So the TET-R will break actually and it won't be effective now. That is it won't have the resistant to TET anymore. Now when this res uh, desired gene is put into this plasmid DNA and then it is uh, put into this uh, tetracycline, it will die because it doesn't have the resistant power. This shows that the desired gene has been fixed to our plasmid DNA and that the R DNA is formed. This can also be formed in the opposite way that is the PVU1 
or the PST1 can be also replaced by any of our desired gene and then when we put this to ampicillin it will die because the ampicillin or is now broken and it is not resistant to ampicillin anymore this is how we can say that the rdna is formed we also have another one that is beta galactosidase gene this one is not an antibiotic it is a a color gene that is it gives color this uh, beta galactose uh, galactosidase gene is present in plasmid dna this uh, gene will produce beta galactosidase enzyme which will give a green color on the presence uh, on the presence of chromogenic substance that is it reacts with the chromogenic substance and it gives out a blue color this can also be used as a marker that is for uh, knowing that whether the rdna is formed or not for this one we we have that gene that is the beta galactosidase gene which gives a blue color now this particular gene is taking out and replaced by our desired gene and now when it reacts with the chromogenic uh, substance it doesn't give out a blue color it just remains uh, colorless that it doesn't change the color this not changing of color represents that the our dna has been fixed to the plasmid dna that is the recombinant dna is now formed so this uh, three markers can be used to selectable markers can be used to see whether to check whether the recombinant dna is formed or not this recombinant dna this term can be replaced by another term that is transformant the transformant is formed or not that is if there is a transformant or non transformant if uh, there is a recombinant dna formed it is called transformant there is no like there is no or dna formed then it is non transformant so these are the three methods which we have to definitely look into before choosing a plasmid dna thank you